Good morning, everyone. It's Kate Mack coming at you from Halifax, Nova Scotia. We've got Halloween right around the corner. Right around the corner. Wow. It's so hard to believe two months have passed since I had a guest on this show. You know, in my profession, things pick up pretty fast in September, and before you know it, the term is almost over. I can't believe how quickly things have gone by over the last two months. Yeah. So if you listen to my last episode in August, I had a special guest on the show talk about her important role in helping others communicate and the importance of being a critical thinker in today's society. So if you're looking for that episode, I've, I've actually temporarily taken it out of the list for editing purposes, but it will be back in even better. So stay tuned. And if you're completely new to this podcast, its main theme entails the vital role education plays in helping individuals think critically. So I, about a year ago, I started drafting podcasts, and I decided to start it. Uh, if you can recall, this time last year was a very turbulent time. We had so many things happening. We didn't have a vaccine out yet. We were... Um, about to, you know, the American election was coming right up, very tense time. And, um, you know, I just decided there were a lot, there was lots going on. So, you know, I really feel that social media has had an adverse effect, has an adverse effect on the way people uh, receive information and the way they interpret the information. There's so, there's information coming at us from so many different angles and from so many different sources today. You know, I think today more than ever, we need to be critical in our thinking. You know, and as Barack Obama uh, highlights in his book, refers to the old times, you know, it's not like the old days where people can just turn on Walter Cronkite and hear the news. We've got all kinds of news networks uh, dishing out information in in their speech. And, uh, you know, I think it's so important to to really uh, know where your sources come from uh, you, and use facts to get to the bottom of things when making up our minds. And in the words of Gandhi, I believe that education is the most powerful weapon we can use to make change in the world. You know, education is something everyone can own and use to make responsible decisions that will ultimately benefit us all. So, Okay, so before I get into the meat of my discussion on change today, let me get into some updates here as to what's been going on in Halifax during the pandemic. So if you've ever gone to school here, or if you've lived in Halifax, you know that this is and always has been a very congested city, right? I mean, 15 years ago, People used to say that there were 10,000 people who worked downtown and only 8,000 parking spots. Just to give you guys some perspective, if you've never lived here or been to the, pro- the city before. And if you don't know, our province has experienced a mass exodus of people from all over over the course of the year and a half. And I think it's great that so many people have moved here. Today, I saw license plates from... Connecticut, Ontario, Quebec. Uh, last week I saw some plates from New York. And sometimes I don't even, I can't even read them. I don't recognize them. Um, 
and you can kind of feel the change too when you're walking around. I, I love to walk in the city. I walk everywhere. Um, but yeah, when I walk to work in the morning, the cars drive by so fast. And about every third car stops now when I'm crossing. That's not, it's, it's, it's you know, um, if you don't know, it, it's kind of a maritime thing, the way people drive and walk around here. <clears throat> The pedestrians in this city typically stop anywhere on the road and wait for someone to stop. And they do stop. It's it's very endearing. Not so safe for the cars behind that car. But um, yeah, so people aren't just stopping in the middle of the road anymore, I notice. And, um, you know, one thing I really like about the influx in population here is that it's kind of forced others to force people to find other means for getting around. I see a lot of people biking, taking the bus, riding around scooters, and these devices with one wheel. I don't know where they find the courage to ride those things, but they do. I I don't even think I could muster up the courage to ride one of those motorized scooters. (laughs) I'd probably drive it right into the harbor. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. So so today when I was running, uh, um, I do... Let me back up a bit. I also want to say there, um, I do hope that we can find a solution to solve the housing crisis here. Yeah, we've had a huge problem with housing. There's just so many people and so few places to live. So I really hope that good decisions will be made that reflect everyone's interests over the next few years. It's honestly quite hard to say right now how things will pan out in that regard. It's hard to say what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so getting into the meat of my podcast, um, the main discussion today when I was running, the theme of change kept entering my mind. Change. A lot of change has occurred over the course of the pandemic. A lot of my episodes last year featured updates about Halifax, Nova Scotia, and what was kind of happening in this part of the world. Because the, f- the public was fascinated with their consistently low co- uh, COVID case counts. It was very strange and difficult to sit back and read about places where cases were soaring and people and to hear about people suffering in ICUs. You know, every day stories would come flooding in about healthcare staff feeling burnt out and people losing loved ones, or people experiencing a great deal of frustration over the experience of being locked down. And even in Halifax, it was hard to communicate with even friends because everybody had a different problem. So again, today while I was running, I was thinking about all the adversity people have had to face and how much change there's been since this time last year. I don't know about you, but I find change scary sometimes. Find it scary, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's gonna happen, but you know, the one thing that helps me when it happens is to think about what one of my favorite mentors used to say whenever I was having a hard time. She'd say, Kate, Just think of all the beautiful growth you've achieved because of the adversity and changes in your life. She could explain the concept of change so easily by comparing it to the seasons. Things change like seasons, she'd say. She's right. It's true. Nothing 
ever stays the same. And you know, every really good, every good philosophical book I've read conveys the same idea about change and keeping in constant motion. And they say even like the sharks swim to survive. <laughs> they always swim. They swim to survive. They couldn't if they didn't swim, they couldn't live. It's kind of uh, we're, we're, I'm doing habitats right now. Um, yeah, at uh, at work. So yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love watching old shows and reminiscing. Like, uh, I'm watching, like, for instance, Murder She Wrote on Prime, or I love to come home and listen to some older jazz. But I do think it's critical to always be open to change and moving. It's always critical to be moving forward for personal improvement. So, everyone has a different thing going on, if you will. For me, COVID, the changes during COVID have really helped me appreciate and learn more about the people in my life. So over the last year and a half, I've kept in strong contact with family. I've reunited with old friends and I've made new friends. And even last night, For instance, it was so nice running into someone after work who I hadn't seen for two years to find out they were doing well. You know, I found myself constantly wondering about people during the pandemic because I wasn't able to see them. You know, I'm like, oh, gee, I wonder how that person's doing. I wonder how that person's doing, how their business is going. I wonder if they're all right or if they're staying safe, that kind of thing, you know. You think about these things. So another change uh, that COVID has um, brought on is it's made me appreciate the things I used to take for granted. So for instance, the simple act of running in Central Park and seeing so many people in New York City this summer, it gave me so much joy. And you know, it was such a relief after seeing so much sorrow and pain happening there in 2020. It really made me think what a strong city New York is to come back after all they've gone through. Wow, so great to see that. I'm planning a trip back there uh, more like more uh, most likely in February or uh, May, I'm not sure. But it's just, it was so great to see that city alive again after what they had gone through. They all worked together to make that happen. Um, and lastly, I think COVID has turned me into a better person. I find myself being a lot more patient and thoughtful about what I say and how I treat others because who knows what they're going through, you know? You know, a kind gesture and smile means so much more to people today. I know it does for me. You know, if someone cracks a funny joke in a grocery lineup or, excuse me, says, excuse me, or opens a door for me or just, um, spends a little more time asking me how my day went. It means a lot more to me. So I think everyone has faced a lot of adversity over the past year and a half for different reasons. And, you know, the pandemic has kind of forced me to stop th- and think more about how I want to spend my time on this earth, which is wonderful. So there's some good changes um, that I've personally had happen to me because of the pandemic. Um, 
And as I mentioned, I really like seeing people taking the bus more and biking in their suits to work and, and you know, using uh, different modes of transportation. It's kind of kind of refreshing to see that. Yeah. Yeah, so that basically themes up my theme, summed up, sums up my theme of change for this episode. And I didn't go into any literature or talk about art, but I think that the theme of change relates heavily to education, the because it, unless you're open to new ideas, you're not going to grow. You're not going to grow, right? So, and that's what education is all about. It's about considering other people's ideas through when you're reading literature or listening to people talk. And that, that's how you learn and grow. So, yeah, so I'm hoping to um, hoping to have a, another episode before the holidays. I'm, I'm aiming to have an interesting conversation with a friend who ventured to Kenya and spent quite a bit of time there doing research before the pandemic hit. I'm not going to talk about that because it's not really my uh, story to tell. And uh, before the holidays, I've got a birthday coming up, a big birthday. And... Uh, uh, if anyone's wondering what to get me for my birthday, uh, you can get me a slingshot for my <laughs> walk to work. Uh, yeah, a slingshot. Uh, a lot of aggressive birds have been cawing at me. I've built all these nests and trees and on rooftops. I think I, I, I think it's nice for them. I mean, it's they've got these really nice uh, nests that they've built. I think they did it during the lockdown in May and April, April and May. Um, yeah, so power to the birds, but <laughs> it's ruining my walk to work. Um, no, don't get me wrong. I love chickadees and finches and sparrows and even seagulls because they they sort of makes me remember or think about Nova Scotia, the seagulls, but you know, birds that want to ruin my day, I'm not so fond of lately. So if you're th- wondering what to get me for my birthday, a slingshot will do just fine. You know, it's just a little one I can put in the back of my black pants or, you know, thrown in my bag on the way to work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm actually quite a, a friend to nature. I have huge respect for Mother Nature. So, yeah. So, as always, I hope this episode finds everyone doing really well. And, uh, you know, happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you have a great, uh, a great weekend. And if you are looking to reach out and share something with me or you just want to say hi, you can reach me at kmcleod39 at gmail.com. And I'm very easy to find on Facebook. So until next time, folks, be well, be safe, and thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now.